0: I want us to engage the text of Scripture in 1 Peter chapter 2 at verse 21. Thank you for being with us. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. Jesus Christ came to the earth in fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham, his pledge to David, the hope he gave to Israel, the anticipation built into the Old Covenant and the Old Covenant prophecies. Jesus Christ came to live and die for us, to be raised and exalted to God's right hand as the ultimate King of kings. He came to redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. But this verse identifies another reason Jesus came. 1 Peter 2, verse 21. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. Peter was addressing Christians who were suffering. For a little while, they were being grieved by various trials in their earthly existence. Peter wanted them to know, It is commendable if because of conscience toward God one endures grief, suffering wrongfully. It is at this point in the context we discover this statement, For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in his steps. There is in that verse embedded Obligation. In the New King James, you should follow his steps. In the English Standard Version, you have been called so that you might follow in his steps. In accepting the call to become a Christian, in order to endure suffering as Christ did, we must wholeheartedly embrace the obligation that's in this verse. You should. Follow his steps. For this purpose, Jesus came, and in his life, what was he doing? He was leaving us an example. This word example is from a word that meant a writing copy. It is a term coming from a particular method of early education that some of us may be familiar with. To teach children to write the letters, of the alphabet. There is the only occurrence of this term in the New Testament in this verse. It may remind you of what you learned in writing the letters of our alphabet. The teacher would hand us a page with perfectly spaced horizontal lines. Along the top line, there would be perfectly formed letters, A, B, C. We could copy those letters under each example. That's the word example in 1 Peter 2.21. The teacher would write a letter or number on the blackboard. The students would copy the example. The process was to look at the example and do your very best to copy and imitate that example. And that's what this word means, translated example, in 1 Peter 2.21. Jesus Christ is the perfect example. He's far more than the letter of an alphabet. This says you should follow His steps. Follow His steps in your life. If you are not a Christian, you should obey the gospel being baptized into Christ, that you might follow his steps. If you are a Christian, this is how you should be living today and every day. This should be your identity, your character, your goal, your daily purpose. Follow his steps. Listen again, New King James. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. Christians are followers of Christ. I want you to consider these points with me. Number one, you cannot copy what you cannot see. When you learn to write the letters of the alphabet, it is necessary to see the model, to see the correct way. You cannot copy what you cannot see. Christ left us an example. To follow that example, we look at it, we learn it, we get focused on Him, we study what the Bible says about Him. I'm reminded of Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, Well, you heard me emphasize that phrase, looking to Jesus, looking unto Jesus. That's not direct physical vision. It involves learning who he is, dwelling on his life, keeping your mind filled with what he did, how he acted, what he thought, what he said. You cannot follow an example if you don't take the time to see it, to learn it, to discover the essence of it. It is impossible to be a follower of Christ if you don't know where His steps lead. So, in your Bible reading and Bible study, one of the most important pursuits is to learn of Christ. Read the Old Testament. Learn the flow, the sequence of Bible history— Discover God's scheme of redemption. Enjoy the Psalms. Find the practical value of Proverbs. Learn about the apostles. But be certain in all of this, you're focused on the theme of redemption and Jesus Christ. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, four books about Christ. As you read, become acquainted with the perfect model of human behavior, only as you acquire that knowledge can you be in position to walk in his footsteps. You cannot do what Christ did if you don't know what he did. You cannot think as Christ thought if you are not familiar with what he thought. You cannot treat people as Jesus treated people if you don't know how he treated people. You cannot follow a model if you don't look at the model. You cannot copy what you don't see. Our resemblance to Christ starts with our acquaintance with him. God's word furnishes us with perfectly sufficient, well-ordered, simple instruction about who Jesus Christ is. In the Bible, we have access to the pattern, the model. Following Christ cannot be achieved apart from an understanding of who Jesus is. I say again, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Discover the character of Christ so you can begin to reproduce that character to the full extent of your ability. If you are serious about changing your life, get serious about learning about His life. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow His steps. Number two, let us understand that selective imitation is not sufficient. Regarding the word of God and the example of Jesus Christ, There is this common temptation to select what you want and leave what you don't want. In my childhood, there was the Sears Roebuck catalog. I don't remember that we ever bought anything from it, but we enjoyed looking through the catalog, and as we went through the pages, we would say what we liked, and we'd point to it, talk to others about it and we'd talk about what we didn't like or didn't want. So we enjoyed discussing our preferences, what we favored, and we were quick to point out what we didn't want. Well, that was all right with the Sears-Roebuck catalog, but we're talking about now the Word of God. The Word of God is not a catalog to be handled by human whim, as if you were shopping for what you wanted. God doesn't say, whatever you want to do with this is fine with me, take it or leave it, no problem. No, this book we preach from and teach from and read from is the word of God. And our Lord said in Matthew 4 and verse 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So when it comes to the example of Jesus Christ, we should not deceive ourselves into thinking that we can pick and choose what we like about him and ignore the rest. To really imitate Christ, to put on Christ, to be his follower, my whole heart must be devoted to his whole life. All that Jesus illustrated by the way he lived becomes the total pattern the model for us, his people. Ephesians 4 verse 15 leads us to this conclusion. We are to be engaged in speaking the truth in love, that we may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Did you hear that? Grow up in all things. We cannot grow into the kind of people we should be followers of Christ through some sort of subjective, partial commitment to some of the things about Jesus. Grow up in all things. When you look to him as your example, look at all the things. I mean attitude, speech, general disposition, reaction to people, faithfulness to truth, exposure of sin, prayer and worship, regard for others. What would Jesus do? What would Jesus not do? Where would Jesus not go? Who would Jesus be with? Would Jesus compromise for social approval? What movies would he not watch? Would he drink or smoke? Would he attend services? Would he sing? Would he give? You cannot follow Him if you do not know Him, and once you learn of Him, you cannot just pick what you like to imitate. Total commitment is the deal. He said, Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Luke fourteen, twenty-seven. And so, third, I want to say, What we're talking about when we speak of following Jesus Christ is a lifelong commitment. Not something you do part of the time and then take a vacation or a rest and then go back to it for a little while, half-heartedly. No, this is a lifelong commitment. Though it is a simple point, yet it needs to be said over and over again, baptism is only the beginning. Essential but the beginning. Romans 6 verses 3 and 4 teaches we arise from baptism to walk in newness of life. Baptism is the beginning. We must, in our understanding and practice, put baptism where the Bible puts it, the beginning of our journey as disciples. Now, in baptism we begin a life of following Christ, it is then a lifelong commitment after that beginning. I want you to turn to Ephesians 5, and I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. It says, Followers, imitators, be imitators, walk in love. And as you continue through the chapter, down in verse 8, walk as children of light. In verse 10, proving what is acceptable to the Lord. In verse 15, see that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. This instruction has to do with a way of life, not a one-time action, not a mere profession, not just identification with a group, a way of life, imitating Christ, endeavoring daily to faithfully reproduce in our thinking, speaking, and behavior the character of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5 will come to mind. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. These attitudes that I've just read from Philippians 2, that Paul wrote about. These attitudes are to become a part of us. The world should see in us his mind in our daily conduct, and it's a lifelong commitment. I'm going to paraphrase Thomas Kempis, who wrote a well-known book under the title The Imitation of Christ. Oh, how great is the love of all religious persons in the beginning of their profession. Oh, what devoutness in prayer, what heights of holiness, what strict discipline, what reverence and obedience in the beginning. But alas, after the passing of years, one can observe only a trace of their initial zeal. Those who strived so bravely at first, now trod the word underfoot. Once so studious in their imitation of Christ, now a transgressor against him. To avoid that, lifelong commitment. Remembering you cannot copy what you cannot see. Selective imitation is not sufficient We're talking about following Christ as a full life commitment. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps. A sculptor once fashioned a magnificent lion out of solid stone. When asked how he had accomplished such a wonderful masterpiece, he replied, it was easy. All I did was to chip away everything that didn't look like a lion. God, through his word, can chip away everything in our lives that doesn't look like Christ. Will you let him? It all begins with your response to the gospel. Jesus calls us through the gospel. In the activity of our faith, in repentance and baptism, we answer that call and we accept the life commitment to be like him to the best of our ability. Thank you for listening.